thank you for joining us today on the Collar and Elbow Wrestling Podcast, where we're talking the greatest Royal Rumble, the 50-man Royal Rumble happening in the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. We are excited, definitely interested in it, and we're going to talk about it today. I'm Kenny Oak. I'm going to be joined by Chris Harris, and we're going to talk some wrestling. The greatest Royal Rumble. That's what we have on deck coming up. And honestly, like, is it what do you count this as like a big weekend, big wrestling weekend? I don't this is something new, some some new territory. I don't really know or how to go about this. Well, this is all weird because it's in the middle of the day, so we're not watching it live. A lot of us aren't, at least. And network special, right? No pay-per-view buys. No. But no, not that pay-per-view I, buys are important anymore anyway. Not really. So when it comes to what this is for, first and foremost, we've seen different numbers on what WWE is making from Saudi Arabia for this. So Vince is cashing in some coin. Oh, so, hell yeah. Secondly, this is a great part of the expansion worldwide, globally, of the universe for WWE into some territories that have been somewhat difficult to book over the years so that's what this is for it's been difficult to book just because of the way vince mcmahon books in general um foreigners are almost exclusively heels yep anti-american yes so it's hard for kind of these other countries to get into that and the reason you see this huge push into uh, these other territories is because there's been they've been going away kind of from that motif. You don't see kind of the anti-American foreign heel gimmick anymore, except for you know Rusev did it, Jinder Mahal did it. Um, that was just to try to get him over as a heel champion mm-hmm. in America. But really, other than that, you don't see that anti-American gimmick anymore so because of that you could kind of expand into these into these territories now yeah so with this not being like they with the promo packages they've been doing it they've been selling it hard for the last two weeks but i just think that they're get they're putting all the stars out there in this in this this card it's going to be 10 matches deep as it sits right now so they're I giving just feel like this is a glory glorified house show honestly it kinda, it's kind of what it what it sounds and feels like and I think they're going to give them what they paid for as far as show, giving them all the stars. And it's going to be a long yeah. episode. But as far as like title changes and significant things happening, I'm less confident in predicting any of that stuff. Because one, yeah. it's going to be wasted with, of course, the majority of your audience not seeing it live, which counts for a lot, especially when it comes to spreading the world around the word around with Twitter and Facebook and so on. So I don't know. I think it's going to be a mega house show. The place is going to oh, pack, absolutely. and it's going to look really cool, especially from the stuff that's been uh, kind of snuck out already as far as pictures of the setup goes. But this is a, a house show, and it's going to be an expensive house show, but it might be something that kind of continues. I don't know. Do you think we'll get a Greatest Royal Rumble Part du next year? <laughs> uh, we, I mean, we very well could. We saw this, uh, when was that about, gosh, it's been seven years eight years maybe, since uh, UFC started to expand in the same region. They had their Abu Dhabi uh, pay-per-view that they held, and that was supposed to be kind of their expansion into the same market. Yeah. Um, 
Whether this leads to anything long-term, I guess we'll have to see based on ticket sales, uh, fan interest, um, whether the government, you know, tells WWE, hey, let's let's keep doing this. This is yeah. mutually beneficial. It's going to make both of us boats, boatloads of money, um, and it's something that we could see at least yearly, you yeah. know, maybe on a less regular or more regular basis. It just all depends on the outcome of Friday. Yeah. I do like it from the expansion point, though, because last year the big push was, of course, to expand through India. That's kind of why gender was there. And that was successful, at least from what the numbers showed, money-wise and some of the turnouts. So if they keep getting into some of these areas where we haven't been before, it's going to keep making the product better. Bulgaria. They're going to keep getting – we need to flood the <laughs> Eastern Bloc now countries up yes. there. Because, one, they keep trying to recruit all kinds of wrestling talent out of places like China right. and places that we don't normally go that are – you know that live a different culture. We'll just leave it at that than we do. So I think the more we can do entertainment things like this – it's going to eventually be a, a more beneficial thing for, you know, fucking people as we right. are civilization. And obviously to get, there could be a lot of talent because they did tryouts the other day too and got 10 or 12 names that are giving legitimate tryouts now and in the NXT program. So from that aspect, it's successful so far. And I'm glad that you brought up the culture aspect of all of this because uh, what a lot of people don't realize is that there is such a strong difference in culture in these regions you and i have been around the world you know multi times over uh we've been kind of we've been to the middle east multi times over so we kind of have an understanding of how these cultures work uh so what this could do i, I know a lot of people are uh complaining that the women's revolution is being killed because of this show because there's no uh, women's matches on the show yeah however what what we could and that's that's a completely cultural basis decision that was made because in in that culture that is something that is looked down upon yeah not accepted can't do it however this could be something that possibly how how well this turns out and you have the WWE expansion you have people get more into WWE they see these women superstars and the athletic ability that they have we could maybe see this could be a way to not not kill the women's revolution, but then make it a global thing. Right. So I, I think there's a lot that's riding on this show. And the reason I asked about maybe having one next year is let's say this is hugely successful for both people, right? Both the both the kingdom of Saudi Arabia and WWE, everyone profits from this, right? So next right. year when Saudi says, hey, we want to do it again, let's let's sell out again, let's do it all, WWE can say, well, we'll do it. But we have some matches that we want to put on the program that obviously may not be accepted, but that's part of what we bring to the entertainment yeah, aspect. Exactly. And that is women's matches. So I completely understand and I am completely fine with how the card sits right now with there being no women on it. That's just how we that's just how it is. But as a bargain, it's an unfortunate thing, but that's just how sure. the culture is. It it's is. not WWE's prerogative. It's not their decision. Yeah. It's based completely on the government and kind of the cultural differences between uh, the Western and the Middle Eastern worlds. Right. So this this is a business decision for Vince and Triple H to allow this to happen and to not intentionally. Well, they are intentionally not putting women on the card, but in order to get the, the program to go off, they have to comply with that. So exactly. next year, I think they can use it as something as a bargaining piece to say, hey, we want to put one, two matches on there and you're going to see women wearing their normal gear, which is, of course, looked down upon. But 
I think it can be successful, Bub. So from that aspect, I think it, it, it's going to be good. Yeah, let's. Uh, how about we just go ahead and jump right into it? Uh, jump into a little bit of the buildup and just get straight to the predictions because it, it, with this being, like we say, a glorified house show, yeah. Um, and there's there there is quite a bit to talk about, but in another way, there's not much to talk about because y- you feel like there shouldn't be. Um, too much beyond or too there shouldn't be we shouldn't be looking too much into this show right because about half of this card is leftover stuff from wrestlemania that we're seeing again is either literally in the form of rematches or the same people in the the same ring just in a different style so there isn't too much of a a progression of a build storyline wise that isn't the same as what wrestlemania was aside from we now have shinsuke as a pure heel the brock and roman matches in a steel cage and samoa joe's joining the triple threat match for the IC title. So things like that are basically the same, but we're also getting, you know, some bigger names that are just randomly being thrown together. Cena versus Triple H. Why not? Because they're big names, because that's what Saudi wants. They're going to get what they pay for. So aside from and that... And that's actually a match I'm pretty interested in. I'm going to watch that one. Cena see and they, John Cena going up against do. each other. Yeah, one-on-one. That'll be something to, something to watch for sure. But we're getting every title defended aside from the women's titles here. And that I like, but I said as we kick this off, I don't know if, if I can expect title changes from what we're, what we're kind of consider, considering a really fancy house show. Right. So, from, but that's that's part of making this show successful and getting the viewers is, you know, possibly having a major title change. Mm-hmm. Especially when it comes to success of how the how the show went and maybe wanting to do other ones. They might want to see something like this, like a like a definite surprise for sure. But um, they're giving them what is being at least touted right now is six hours of program <laughs> to include pre-show stuff. Man, that is and, too much wrestling. And that, that is one hell of a house show. So, I mean, I'm going to watch. No, I won't watch anything on the pre-show, which will probably honestly be the damn Cruiserweight title again, unfortunately. But... I mean, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to see what it's but, like because the setup has looked really cool so far from the, what it looks like in the stadium. And I'm going to give it hell. But um, I'm not – I don't know. I'm not too excited about it, I guess. No. Um, and, you know, I just booked some travel that I'm going to be doing. I didn't even realize that when I did it, it was in the middle of the Greatest Royal Rumble. But honestly, I'm at the the mindset that this is a show that I can watch – after the fact it's definitely not something that i need to go out of my way and watch live but i'm definitely interested in watching it just to see uh the names that they bring out for the 50 man royal rumble that'll definitely be interesting yes there are going to be some surprises for sure there has to be just from they've already announced some new surprises that we weren't expecting Rey mysterio finally being at least added no more speculation for that the great kali Mark Henry looks to be appearing. So they're going to put out some dudes just to meet the number 50 simply because they don't have enough people on the card or on the exact contract to get there. So that'll be exciting. Royal Royal Rumble matches are always fun. We love the gimmick style of it. And now we're adding, adding more people to it. 50. This is going to be a long match. That's 20 extra people. Yes. And and if we thought the 40 man Royal Rumble was a, it was long. It's a bruiser. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, with ADR winning, and now, we could see ADR make a comeback oh, in this I don't, match. That's true; he's no longer part of Impact, so no, that might he's be been a talking thing. Talking to Triple H about uh, coming back, 
So this uh, two-hour-long Royal Rumble match, th th what a great opportunity to let somebody start at number one and go to number 50, huh? Jesus, who do you... Who, who, do you, would, I mean, who would they do they that? Don't, I don't know. Everyone that I can Maybe. think of that could count is in another match, so they probably they yeah, not be like able Seth to... Rollins? It'd be Rollins or Finn could pull it off. There's a lot of people that could, yeah. but... Dolph? I don't know. <laughs> Just to lose... <laughs> He gets he gets tossed out by the great Kali at fifty. Uh, that's that's rough living. But spoiler, um, that's not who I'm picking. Is <laughs> great Kali picking the great Kali early? <laughs> uh, okay, but um, yeah, ten cards, bub. There are ten matches. Yes. So um, we're getting all the titles. We're getting a new Raw Tag Team Champion for sure for the end of that tournament. So yes. let's get to it. How do you feel about a casket match, bubs? Now I know. I told Ooh, you. I've been, ultimate, I've been telling you. The ultimate way to bury somebody, right? I know. I've been telling you this is going to be the year of Rusev. It's, it's the hashtag I've been spreading. What a way to do it than to beat The Undertaker in his match. No. Hate it. Absolutely hate it. it. You don't like it? I, I, I would love if that actually happened. Okay. However, we're talking about Rusev here. And The Undertaker. Yes. Rusev is in the same boat as Bray Wyatt. Oh. Yeah, uh, I know. I'm hitting Tears you my heart. Right now. <laughs> I'm going straight for the jugular on this one. Um, he's been getting kind of the same kind of booking. It it feels like two. There will be two weeks where you're like, wow, this might be it for Rusev. You know, they might be giving him the push that we've been wanting. Yes. And then he'll go on a tear of a losing streak, <laughs> just yes. loss after loss, eating pins left and right, uh. getting put in matches just to eat pins. Damn it. And so, <sighs> with all the controversy that this caused, yes. uh, we've seen it in the past before where uh, certain superstars, I don't want to throw out any names, but certain superstars kind of get their way, and if someone r runs their mouth, they kind of they get the last laugh. We okay. even saw it at WrestleMania. Okay. With... This one said superstar that happens to be in this match. So, you can't beat The Undertaker in a casket match, right? No. So, and, not Rusev. Yeah, and, and not Rusev. And this isn't the. If this were, of course, in my fake world I live in, if this were to be the start of his real push, beating people in legitimate things, it's not going to happen at the glorified house show that is no. the Greatest Royal Rumble. So and Bubs, they're booking Undertaker towards something. The yes. way he, the way he, he annihilated Cena. Uh, he's going to do the same thing here to Rusev. It, they're clearly building towards something. What that is, I'm not sure. Maybe a, a legit rematch with John Cena at right. next year's WrestleMania. But other than that, that's all that I see out of this. Yeah, some talks are that they want him to come back at least four or five times a year to do some major things, which would hopefully culminate in WrestleMania. But um, Undertaker for the win, Bubs. Okay, good. I already marked you down. Marked me down for that one. Now we both said we have interest in this match, so let's do, let's bring it up next here. John Cena versus Triple H singles match. Yes. No build. They're just both doesn't need to be. They're just it's both a house pure show. Hall of Fame. So, uh, what kind of match are we going to get? Like they're both. We're talking 40, 40 plus, right? Yes. So, uh, Triple H is what 48, 49, and right. Cena just turned forty one. Yeah. yeah. Um. But they can both still go. They've shown that. Oh, oh, absolutely. So this could be a little surprise one. This could be really one to kind of watch. We've seen them go one-on-one -on -one before several years. This has been a thing. 
I don't really know. Uh, is this going to have some type of random interference? Is this going to set up a feud? Are we going to see The Undertaker attack John Cena? Or do we just get something clean? Um, That is a great question. And I think if we're going with just this... And, and this is where I always find myself booking, booking myself into a corner mm. when it comes to uh, WWE, is trying to figure out what their thought process in, is on this. If it's just a, a regular house show... It doesn't matter who wins or loses. Yep. So you can have either of them win clean and it's not going to mean anything. With this being on the network, they've been hyping it as if it's a pay-per-view. Yep. Um, you Can you really have Cena take a loss here? Triple H can lose all day long. No one's going to care. Right. But, John, you know, Cena is on a losing streak. Could this could that be building towards something? I don't know, like a, a year of, of losing for John Cena. I don't know. Um, this just reminds me of when they went to on the India tour and Triple H and Jinder faced off and Triple H beat him clean for real no apparent reason. And I'm, I'm just going to pick it again because John Cena has not done, and especially even with recent news of him and Nikki Bella type thing, I think... Uh, Do you think maybe his motivation is kind of... Uh, lost on him. I don't know. I feel like he's just inadvertently going to get booed even more because of the situation, even though we don't know any of the Not facts. Saudi Arabia. Not in Saudi, you, necessarily. You know in this in this region, John Cena is the biggest... Oh, so is Roman. Uh, this is true. Like, I I still remember the first time I went and... This last appointment, I went and got a haircut. I had a big beard. First thing they said to me is, Oh, can't see you, John Cena. It's like John Cena is so huge out there. What? He is going to get cheered out of the. He's going. To, he's going to get cheered right out of the building. Okay, a Triple so H. I think win. Cena wins. Okay. Yeah. You take Triple H. I'll go ahead and take Cena, just so we can have our first disagreement on the board. Very I'm taking good. this new um, new approach yeah. to picking, which is um, not picking the same thing as you. Yeah, I've, I've just seeing how that plays out. Is, it, is that just how wonders. we're going to do it? That, that's it how you got wonders. through WrestleMania. Yes, clean yep. sweep, Bubs. Uh, okay, Bubs. So Cedric Alexander recently won the Cruiserweight Championship. He should have. Yeah, good good little match they put on there. Now he gets Kalisto, entertaining guy. I yeah. don't know. I, there's no, there's no storyline. These, I mean, they're, 205 doesn't care about storylines. So we're getting uh, some high-flying action here. You're going to do house shows, bubs. You're right. So Cedric Alexander to win and, and retain. Yeah, absolutely. Good. Like it. All right. So <laughs> I, we, I, I wish we cared more about the Cruiserweight division. I do because it used to be one of my one of the things I looked forward to on a weekly basis, um, especially in WCW. Me and my brother were huge Cruiserweight fans, huge Chris Jericho fans. Uh, huge D Malenko fan was that was me. I love the the clover leaf. Mm. Um, WWE had some fun moments with the cruiserweight title with Kidman, and they did. Yeah, so I wish we cared more. I really do. We're gonna have a discussion eventually about how maybe Two Hundred Five Live doesn't need to be its own show at this point. But um, that's for another time and another place. They're doing good things, though. They're trying, and I like me some Drake Maverick. But um, long-term success and whether or not they can move up, spud, baby. move up the card in relevance is something else 
for a topic. But all right, WrestleMania part due for the first time. The Bludgeon yes. Brother Bubs, they're going to defend here against the Usos. They've just been wrecking people left and right. And yes. that same thing happened on SmackDown, right? Well, so. not this week, Bubs. This week we had a... I, I like what they're building towards here. So they've added Naomi into the mix. You know, of course, Naomi is married to Jay. Uso number, Uso number two. Uso number two, we'll call. Yep. Um, so they've been using her more in kind of these matches. And she caused a distraction this week. Had, did her entrance mid-match, mm-hmm. which uh, mesmerized 2B. And um, ended up with the Usos kind of getting a roll-up, or Uso number two getting a roll-up uh, victory over Eric Rowan. Uh, which I think is a great way to kind of lead into this match to to make you think, oh, maybe the Usos can pull this off. Yeah, you know, all it but, takes is one one second of slip up, and the Usos can get a win. But no, don't don't shake your head at me. Okay. I'm saying this was clever booking because now people can think that. No, I I love the booking. I'm telling yeah. you that that that's what the that's Bludgeon what Brothers make. are going to win. That's what makes people pay attention to the match and go, okay, Usos, we've seen you do great things. You were the tag team of the year last year. You can beat these guys. But but no, the, the Bludgeon Brother push is going it's going far. It's going deep. And I love the it, booking. I love the booking here though. Give me the give me the two B's here, Bubs, and then we'll yes. see what happens uh, the weeks. That would after be a this. great boy band. Stop. The two B's. I love I it. Hate what you said. <laughs> uh, okay, Luke Harper's just hitting those notes. Vacant raw tag team titles. <laughs> You're so okay. <laughs> Moving on from that, Sheamus and Cesaro looking to become five time, five raw time tag five team time. champions. Five time, five time, five time raw tag team champions against the leader of worlds here, Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy. <laughs> now, I like it. I threw you a little bone the other day that said. Uh, what if Bray Wyatt could lead could lead insanity and be that new group leader, right? And you you popped for that, but that means it's not going to happen, right? And it seems like that's not a play right now. But no. um, do you want him and Matt Hardy to hold the titles and be a tag team, or are they both bigger than that? Obviously, you know how I feel about Bray, but I'm not getting what I want with him anymore. I, so is yes. this where he belongs? I know what you want with Bray. I know what you want me to say. Bray belongs. However, this is exactly where he should be. It's in a relevant kind of spot on the card. He's not just wrestling Titus Worldwide on a week-in, week-out basis, racking up fake wins. Um, I think this is this is a great position for him to be in with a Matt Hardy, someone that has been through it all. Mm. Matt Hardy has been... A two minute to count tag team champion. He's been mid card champion. He's been a heavyweight champion on ECW brand. He was a heavyweight champion in Impact as Money Matt Hardy. So he's he's done everything. He could be a great person for Bray to kind of follow around and kind of learn a little more from. Because mm-hmm. you have to you have to remember Bray Wyatt got thrust into this position at a very young age. Um, there wasn't a lot of veteran talent there that could have molded a lot of these guys. So uh, having someone like Matt Hardy kind of be a mentor to him 
at this stage in his career could be uh, could be a blessing for him. So I think them winning the tag team titles and then having some significant feuds with the bar, uh, with some of the other tag teams that are coming up on Raw is, I think, the best place for them to be, which is why I'm choosing Wyatt and Hardy to win. Okay, and I am too, simply because Sheamus and Cesaro are now on SmackDown. They were moved in the Superstar Shakeup, so it makes no sense that they win here unless they were to flop the titles in some no, fashion. So that part doesn't make sense. So I'm with you there. I like Bray getting staying relevant in some capacity. Put a title around him. See what that mid card life looks like for him, and uh, maybe we can talk in another year. But until then, I'll leave it alone. Bob's like two years ago. He was the World Heavyweight Champion. Bob's last year at WrestleMania. You- <laughs> It was, it was last it was year, last wasn't year it? at WrestleMania. Uh, it feels so long ago. I guess it does. <laughs> um, uh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that to you. That's okay. Let's, let's end that, though. So Jinder lost his U.S. title when they, yes. they moved to Raw during the shakeup two weeks ago. Lost it to Jeff Hardy. Big Makes pop sense. for Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy. You no, know, he just won it. Yeah, Jeff uh, going to become a Grand Slam now. He's done that. And Jeff then took it to SmackDown. And right now, the Intercontinental title is in the hands of Seth Rollins, who's living on the raw life. So this makes no sense, right, if Jinder were to win the title here from Jeff no, Hardy, con- considering the swap that happened. Nor do I think we should just get it off of Jeff Hardy just like that. So no. I see no title change here, Bubs. I like Jeff Hardy. I Good match for Jinder to be in with another veteran like Jeff. Keep putting him in stuff like this. Jinder's going to be huge down the road as well. Yeah, Hardy's definitely going to win this because the U.S. title is going to stay on Raw. I mean, on SmackDown. Uh, the Miz is not going to win the IC title. He's nope. him or Samoa Joe. Nope. So, in fact, that title is going to stay on Rollins. I'll just go ahead and say that. But, um, yeah, there's not going to be a lot of craziness that happens on this card. There's not. Uh, there's, there's not a lot for us to disagree on. It might come down to that Cena-Triple H <laughs> match. Uh, so... One change that we've gotten since WrestleMania, though, has been Shinsuke, Bub. Pure heel. Gone all yes, the way love heel. It. New theme music. Nutshot galore. New finisher with the New the finisher. <laughs> the nutshasa. I love he's, it. He's doing it all. Which, he's, if you don't know, it's it's a, a full-on shot to the to AJ Styles' nuts and then a fall-away slam as AJ Styles <laughs> flies over his head. That's what it's turned end. into after all these damn nut shots. As of late, but, AJ's uh, gonna have to go to the hospital soon because he needs to get that checked out. Need him to wear. He's good. He's got four kids though, so he. I think he's good. Four he'll or five be, kids. He'll be okay in that regard. But it's you can't change a title like this. I don't think um, yeah. here, right? So there's been a lot of this is this is a setup for an easy DQ. I think I don't think this feud ends considering how much time they've put into it after this paper or shit i even call it a pay-per-view this network special mm-hmm. so um there's there could be interference there could be random dq we does shinsuke it. ever win the title though that's the question i think he still does this heel thing is going to get popular people are going to be behind it because it's going to they're going to do it right so far it's been he's getting perfect. asshole chance and getting booed out the building so yes. it's working something's so clicked it may work but right now is not the time this could be I don't think they'll do it here, but they I think they still have the chance to put on a better match than what they did at WrestleMania if they can let this feud go a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. And 
and we'll see if we can kick kind of what we expected of that. But uh, AJ Styles for the win, Bubs, regardless okay. of how it happens, no title change. Um, I'm actually going to go with Nakamura winning by disqualification. So he gets the win back, so that way they can continue the feud. Is that There's not going to be a title change. Is that because of the teaming up with the bar type of thing that happened? Or I mean the bar, the club, last week? No, no, no. I mean Nakamura. Yeah, yeah I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they interfere. They, they, Styles has to get some kind of retribution on okay. Nakamura. So maybe all three um, of them attack Shinsuke, and he keeps his title by DQ. Is that what you're trying to say? I don't know how Shinsuke wins unless there's outside interference on behalf of AJ. Nope. Yeah, switch I, that. Yeah, that's, that's going switch, to Switch that back for that's, me. There we go. That's, that's my bad. Good logic. All right, Bubs, let's get away from that. Let's talk about, let's talk about what will be the, the match of the card, though. Ladder match. Four ways. Samoa Joe, Balor, four, Miz. Four Seth, ways. You are right. Seth freaking Rollins burning it down with the IC Championship. You, you say this is the year of Rusev. No, this is the year of Seth Rollins. This is sure. 2015 on crack. Um, well, yeah, this is a sure lock for Rollins for the year. This is going to be a great year for him, Bubs. Hopefully oh, yeah. culminating at WrestleMania 35 like I want. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, 100%. Rollins will be the uh, Universal Champion or WWE Champion within a year's time, without okay. a doubt. Okay, love it. With, and gets another long-term run with it like okay. he got in 2015. So, yeah, I'm definitely picking Rollins here. Okay, it's no going to be a great no match. chance of Balor winning because we both agree it stays on Raw for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's going to be between Rollins and and Balor. Um, I think Balor might try to go a little too high risk, cost him the match. Rollins is going to win. Okay, tired of Finn Balor being face. I'm going to say it every time until I get a uh, a heel turn. But now that his club is gone to SmackDown and pretty much hanging out with AJ, I don't know if I'm ever going to get that. So, side note there. Seth Rollins to win, though, Bubs. Looking forward to this match. This one I want to see. Love Joe. Love Miz. Balor can be entertaining, and Rollins is the dude, so there's my comment for that. All right, let's move on. Now, steel cage match. This one's going to be bad. This this could be another blood fest, I think. And and I don't know what rules Vince wants to employ in Saudi. I just want the the crowd to be into it, Bubs. That's all I ask for. At this point, I I want the crowd to, and and they will. It's going to be a big pop for both these guys. Brock is known worldwide, just like Roman in this context. Roman is, he's going to get cheered for sure. Yes. Um, Because outside of the United States, faces are cheered and heels are booed. Right. Like wrestling should be. Right. But I just I just want the crowd to be into it. That's all I can ask for. I honestly don't care who wins. I expect Roman to win. Uh, okay. But because it's the best place to put the title on Roman. It's where he's going to get the best reaction. He's going to look the best. The crowd's going to be the most behind him. I just think it makes sense. And I feel like he got a pretty good reaction on Raw this week. He got a better reaction so. than he has been getting for sure. Um Absolutely not. Roman cannot win the title on a show like this. For the Universal okay. Championship to to change hands from a guy like Brock to Roman, which will be a passing of the torch, hopefully, away from Brock Lesnar for the rest of his career, certainly cannot happen on a show like this where 50% of your main market will not be watching live. Absolutely not. And can't happen in a steel cage match. So Brock Lesnar to win. Paul Heyman won't be there as well. This Nothing adds up for this going that way. 
I just feel that yeah, everything I agree you said though everything does add up in my eyes okay. to having Reigns win the title because one you don't have Paul Heyman there and Paul Heyman is kind of a catalyst for Brock Lesnar to get cheered. Without Paul Heyman, Brock Lesnar is not as over as he is. So you kind of take him out of the equation. Um, and it's a still cage match, so really anything can happen. Good. And I just think um, cage matches are notorious for baby faces going over. Um, there's no bigger <laughs> faith. Roman a baby face still? I, he is, Bubs. Okay. He's booked like one. He is a baby face. Sure. Um, but yeah, uh, don't question me. Okay. No, I'm just questioning how the logic of, of most of us think that Roman is a face, but his reactions are so far from it that it's hilarious. Oh, exactly. Reigns is a full on baby face. Yeah. It's not even close. Okay. But, Good disagreement there then. I love yeah. everything you're saying because the crowd reaction certainly will be for Roman. It's the absolute best place in the entire year where he's going to get cheered if he wins it here from yeah. Brock. But Brock isn't done. He probably won't lose or have a legitimate shot to lose until SummerSlam because they're 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 definitely breaking the CM Punk record. That's something we talked about before, and he has to break that record. So I disagree screen. on that because I'm the one who actually brought that up. Mm. And but I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Reigns. Is the experiment over? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I guess we'll see. And I think this next match, the the Royal Rumble itself, might be a catalyst for the winner to kind of catapult themselves up. Okay. Now, we talked, we led off with a bit of this, right? So in order to fill this match, we're going to see a lot of maybe unexpected people. So yes. you got anybody you want to throw out there as a dark horse random entrant that we haven't seen? Maybe an old Wiley vet coming back in? The Disco Inferno I, pops up from out of nowhere. <laughs> um, the only one that keeps popping up in my head is HBK. For some reason, I just think about him popping up. I don't know why. It's not okay. rational. It's not. But uh, that's just because there's so many people that it could be <laughs> that it's hard to pinpoint one yeah. but in my head it just keeps saying oh this could be hbk could just show up for five minutes and get tossed out and call it a day okay i have no guesses for random entrances yeah. for about uh, i guess from hall of famers or anybody that we wouldn't expect that's not i guess contracted in some way shape or form Goldberg. but okay sure goldberg booker t could even flop in here if he wanted off the commentary table so could jerry lawler wouldn't be surprised if they did it just to get up to 50 but does this does winning this one mean anything will it mean anything it depends on what wwe wants to do with it that's what i mean so will they do anything with it this isn't the royal rumble the annual so does no, winning the it's greatest the greatest royal rumble. royal rumble yeah so does that so, does that mean they're the best royal rumble winner ever does it mean some shit or does this go down in if they continue doing this year after year, is this just a winner that gets nothing? They get a little trophy. Once again, they're doing a trophy. Unfortunately, so. with the history that we've been given with WWE, the best answer that I can give you is we're just going to have to wait and see. Okay. We how, how, how long have we said that the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal was supposed to springboard somebody? to greatness we lost confidence just, after baron corbin exactly yeah um 
this greatest Royal Rumble could be a absolutely humongous catapult for someone's career. Yeah. Like a Drew McIntyre. Right. Like a Baron Corbin. Someone that's in the mid-card currently that could then get thrust into the main event with a win like this, which is something that the Royal Rumble was always good at. It was always good at it. It's what got Shawn Michaels into the main event. Okay. It's what got Stone Cold Steve Austin into the main event. You know, it, it's it's something that they can use to build up somebody into the main event, but whether they do it or not is has yet to be seen. This could be a Hacksaw Jim Duggan, you know, kind of Royal Rumble win. A big John Stud, you know, oh, yeah. Royal Rumble win. Or it could be a Shawn Michaels Royal Rumble win. Okay. We just don't know. I'm going to say that this does lead to something relevant. They have to use something like this because of the exposure that they're doing with it. The fact that it's in Saudi Arabia, the amount of money they're getting for it. They're calling it the greatest one. They're giving out this huge trophy. All these things. Plus, it's 50. It's bigger than anyone they've ever done. So it's it sets up really nicely for a heel to win and say, I've won the greatest and biggest Royal Rumble match of all time. I am the single greatest competitor to ever step foot in that type of match ever. And I'm seven feet tall. And I... And you, am, you, honestly, you can't and, teach that. And you can't you know? teach any of that. So building off of the promo that I lit on you guys on Tuesday, I'm going to win this Royal Rumble. And this is going to be a great progression year for me. And in two years, watch me challenging be. at WrestleMania. I want it. Yeah. So, Bucks. Counter, counter ass, that. Huh? Count, counter, my, counter what I just threw out there as an okay. option. So, man. Mm-hmm. And you know how much I love that promo. You like that promo. I know. I loved it. Every bit of it. Um, but you brought up an interesting point that got mm-hmm. me thinking. Mm-hmm. The, the thing oh. I said about heels. Something about heels. Having them come out and say, I am the greatest competitor. I I was able to withstand forty nine other superstars. Mm. Now, I am the greatest competitor in the WWE right now. Oh. Wouldn't that fit the character of someone like a Dolph Ziggler to win? That I'm not. That's not my pick. Don't get me. Okay. No, well, all that's right. not my pick. But Good. it plays in perfectly to that kind of character. The you know the 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 greatness stealer, you know it's like who okay. who is great in history that I can kind of steal something of theirs to try to make me great. Yep. Okay. But I'm going in the opposite direction from you. By opposite, I mean someone who is equally big, equally huge. Okay. Uh Someone who kind of he he traveled the world, you know. He left WWE on not such great terms, but then he okay. went and, and turned himself into a star. This is outside your pick. Of you're, WWE. You're picking. This is your pick. This is my pick. Okay. None other than the future first ever UK-born world heavyweight champion in the WWE. Drew McIntyre. Okay. So I think it's premature to pick him a bit, right? But we're going to talk about You're him cer- certainly when we talk about the superstar shakeup stuff because he's going to be huge. 
but I don't like it. Um, I don't like him. Be, I don't even. I think I will like it because we we expected him to stay on NXT. I hate it. This is stupid. I I would love it. Well, I I, I will love it down the road. Is what I mean. Okay. Like right, right now, we expected him to stay on NXT and maybe rechallenge for that title, but instead he's Which thrown. Is why in, it makes sense. He's thrown into the new Diesel role versus the new HBK role of Dolph Ziggler. No, there and is no new I, HBK I role. Love Get that off so of that. much. No, oh, I need. Stupid. I have so many memes to give you. I'm leaving. No. But um, if he were to win it, then that means they have to do something with it. Like it, it's a guarantee they have to do something with it because they yeah. can't flop on on McIntyre. Because guess they? what, you you you, you want to kind of use that <laughs> the new Diesel and new HBK angle. Who was the one to break out and become the WWF champion out of that group? Kevin Nash broke the streak of Goldberg. <laughs> Is my counter. he was also the longest running, longest reigning champion of the nineties. Nineties, that's right. Uh, Big era. So, I'll I'll take that. If you want to use that, then yeah, go ahead. Give me a a diesel esque push with Drew McIntyre. Okay. In all seriousness, though, Bubs, I like your pick. I Thank do think you. it is a bit aggressive, and I love it, your pick too. And I, I don't picking, think either of them will win. I am picking Big Cass. So I'm making that official, but I don't. That's a, I don't think either of them winning. My dark horse has got to be my boy Elias getting in there Ooh, and sneaking out gosh. a victory. But this isn't made for him either. No, I don't Dolph's have... my, dog, my dark horse. He's always your dark horse. I know, because he could always pop up and win something stupid like this. A couple things I don't want to have happen with this, this match is I don't want Sami Zayn to end up winning anyway. I don't want Baron Corbin to win anyway. But if it happened to be Big E Langston... I am back for Big E oh, Langston I'm getting his name him. back and using the full title of that name and no longer being the part of New Day. So if that were to happen... You've been saying that for a while, Bubs, and we are just not seeing not it happening at all. But uh, You were so sure of it. <laughs> I was. I was so in on that, too. But put me down. I love Colin. Big E, though. I want it. Yeah, it should happen but eventually. Big Colin Cassidy. Yeah, give me Colin Cassidy for the win there, Bubs. That's good shit, though. So let's... I think we're done with that, right? I think we can yes, kind of move it. on that's to a, a little bit of superstar shakeup stuff. And really yeah, what you and I want to talk about is let's talk about Drew McIntyre, though, real quick. Let's let's continue that conversation because we started okay. this a little bit before we click the old record button over here. Is I love Drew McIntyre. Where, uh, where he was 10, 10 or whatever years ago, mid-card WWE, IC champion WWE, and where he's gone now. Compare images oh, of it him. Was... Six years ago, five years ago, not even it wasn't even I, all that I long feel like ago. He was in the E. Two thousand thirteen, I think. Was he in two years when... ago though? Because I remember him being around then. But yeah, but I'm yeah, his IC reign and his WrestleMania stuff was yeah. five, five or six years ago. Yeah. So not even that long. But compare visuals, what he looked like then versus what he looks like now, and you gotta imagine Vince is drooling over the guy. Yes. Because of his look, the fake tan, that that chest hair is popping. He's gonna be. He has to fight Triple H over, <laughs> over him because, I mean, Drew McIntyre is, he's the quintessential WWE guy, but now he has the indie cred. Yep, and he fucked around and cut himself a nice little truth-based, sentimental promo, the other day, mm. and the crowd loved it. And if he's going to cut promos like that with his good in-ring work and his size and look, is he not the 
the guy? Is he not now bigger than what we expected Roman to be? I think that he could he he could be if not he already is what they wanted out of Roman. He cuts a better promo. He's bigger. He's stronger. Uh, the crowd is behind him because he now does have that credibility. Mm-hmm. I think everyone who flounders kind of like Drew McIntyre, how he floundered, should leave WWE for three, four years. Go and find themselves. Go and make a run in, in other uh, promotions. Find that kind of that aura about yourself. Turn yourself into a great performer uh, hone your craft, and then when you come back to WWE, now not only do people kind of remember who you are, mm-hmm. but they also love you now because you have that credibility from traveling the world. You're not just a WWE guy. Yeah, and he's in a unique position because we've seen guys run the run the world all over. AJ Styles, right before he he did some bullshit way back in the day in WWF, basically. And didn't work out. Then he went to all the other promotions, did New Japan, and came here. Basically, he's still at his peak, but he's at the you know the end of his wrestling career. Basically, right. and we see other guys like Rollins when he did his Tyler Black stuff way before he was successful in the Indies, and he comes here with McIntyre. He was in the WWE. He was successful to a point, but not to the point where he could have been. He leaves. I mean, he becomes one of the better workers on the entire indie scene comes back now and now it, they almost have to do it to him to to let people see like if you do it this way these are the benefits and he becomes universal or wwe champion or yes the, you know the main event guy the main card because he has everything if you have the natural look the natural charisma then go out and work on your craft go fix your promos go work on your entering skill and, and stuff and like he that. did all of that he did and now he comes back improved vast amounts from what he was before was super over in nxt and boom boom just like that an injury surgery recovery and now he's here working significant upper mid card shit with dolph ziggler on his way up so it's it's so fast for him and he's at the age where they can capitalize and use him for years yes It, it worked out so perfectly for him he was brought up way too young at such a young age, into kind of the limelight, thrust into being the Vince McMahon guy. Vince McMahon yeah. called him the chosen one mm-hmm. on live national television. And, you know, things unfortunately just didn't pan out for him. And, you know, he gets put into 3MB uh, with. Hold on one sec. Man, allergies. Uh, gets put into 3MB with Jinder Mahal, Heath Slater, and that lasted a while. We don't realize just how long that stable was together. And it yeah. wasn't that long ago that we had the WLC match. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, with El Matador. They're all on Raw now, so maybe we could get a reunion of those three. <laughs> but he paid his dues in WWE and then traveled the world and made himself a better in-ring performer, made himself a much better promo. Um, I remember it was, gosh, three, four years ago maybe, um, I was watching uh, WCPW, and there was a Drew Galloway promo that he was cutting. And I tell you, I was just like, I was leaned in, just like face into the screen, like, wow. This is this isn't Drew McIntyre. There's no way. Like I, I completely just eliminated Drew McIntyre out of my brain. And I was just like, there's only Drew Galloway. 
Like that's how good he became is that I completely just erased the memory of what he once was into what he is now. And what we expect him to be now is a guy that's going to keep rising up this year, have another mm-hmm. great year. We'll see where this Dolph Ziggler goes. Obviously for Dolph too, this could be something to spark his interest with oh. us and, and booking, but uh, that, it seem, seems to never pan out for you there, bubs. I know. But um, He's my Bray Wyatt. <laughs> yes. In regards to the shakeup, though, I'm going to name you a couple of names that went to Raw, and then we're going to kind of compare how Raw and SmackDown pa- panned off after this. So moving to Raw, you had Jinder, right? Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. Okay. Um, Breezango, entertainment purposes, I suppose. Um, Mojo, Dolph, McIntyre, Corbin, Bobby Roode. So those are some of the major names that moved to Raw. So yes. Those are, those are all mid-card names that just moved right. there. Now, nothing really moves the needle for me. Not yeah, not so much yet. And and I'll move to SmackDown a little bit. So Jeff Hardy goes over there with his title. That moves the needle. Samoa Joe. That moves the needle. Big Cass. That moves the needle. Asuka. That moves the needle. Asuka and Sheamus, or Cesaro and Sheamus. (laughs) A better name twice. Is that a new? That's a new tag team. Cesaro and Sheamus. That moves the needle. And from NXT, CN Almas. And that just and that, that moves the needle moves huge the for needle. me. So yes, all those names plus AJ Styles stayed, plus Shinsuke stayed. Rollins yes. stayed stays on Raw. Balor stays on Raw. So does Roman and uh, Brock. But as far as the shakeup is concerned, SmackDown you mentioned wins. Joe, right? I don't remember if yes, you. Joe, Joe went to SmackDown. Yeah. Now, God. SmackDown wins that right by well, not to mention the the movement of sanity. From NXT to SmackDown. Yes. Let, let me not and then about and then the iconics uh, coming up from NXT. Well. That that doesn't move the needle, but it it created a moment on mm. SmackDown with them causing Carmella or causing Charlotte to lose her uh, SmackDown Women's Title to Carmella with a cash in, the first yeah. ever women's cash in, successful too. And even with that, I I was more excited for their coming up to from NXT than I was for the riot squad moving to raw. Like I'm, I, although exactly. I like me, I like me some Ruby riot. I don't like the, the riot squad though. So no. from that regard. And Oh, and I didn't even mention, I'm sorry. Traded from raw to SmackDown was the Miz. So that, that, that moved. The, the needle, needle can't move any needle, further than it already pegged. has. Daniel Bryan's over there as well. So yes. SmackDown on paper, at least right now is the a show. They're the a plus show. Okay. Exactly. And not only is it the A show, but it has all the A storylines. You have Daniel Bryan, Miz. Now you have Big Cass jumping in. Yes. So you've got Cass and Bryan, Miz and Bryan. You've got a possible AJ Styles Bryan. There's so many things that have opened up now. AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura. Mm-hmm. AJ Styles versus Miz would be a fun rivalry, and that could see the Miz possibly winning the WWE title because he's not going to win the IC title, but he needs a title on him because he's that damn good. Right. SmackDown is exciting. I didn't really watch watch Raw this week, but, man, I watched every bit of SmackDown as it happened because it, to me, has become the the top show in my eyes. Yeah. And on raw, the only thing I'm there for is to see whatever Braun Strowman is doing that week, yes. which could be anything. And then whatever wrestling match Seth Rollins is in. Cause I'm, I'm yes. so far over the Brock Lesnar versus Roman feud for the title. Yeah, I just want I it to be it. done with at this point. And so if I'm only looking forward to 
to Braun, basically interacting and getting into his own shit. Now, Raw is going to progress, right? McIntyre is going to get into some real shit. We expect right. Cor- Corbin to get into some real shit. So, I mean, it could be a little brighter down the road. But they right bring, now, they bring guys over to Raw to get them kind of more TV time, more exposure, because yes. that's what Raw gives you. Yeah, and SmackDown gets them fully over, over the hump. Yeah, which I think could have that opposite effect for Bobby Roode because his the yeah. FaceTime and the glorious gimmick as a face seems to have kind of drawn its it's run its, its course. It's, it's definitely sure. plateaued for sure. So that's why I mentioned every one of those names I read off to you was mid-card status and nothing better. So right now, uh, really looking forward to Tuesday nights. After Friday, we'll see what happens with some of these potential title changes. Obviously, Roman could be the big one on Raw, at least, and um, that Brock Lesnar thing going forward, Bubs. But the shakeup, I liked it. I like that they randomly switch things up. It's it's a mini draft, you know, every year, basically. Yeah, we don't need a draft every yeah. year. I like the concept of the superstar shakeup. It gives us some some new stuff, some new storylines, great match potential for sure. And even though right now I can't get my my dream match for WrestleMania 35, I'm hoping that something may change to lead to that. But this sets up the big, basically the whole year. This gives us yes. the potential for all the matches we're going to see at the SummerSlams, at the Survivor Series, at the Rumble, of course, and then at WrestleMania next year. So I liked it, uh, and I'll be watching me some SmackDown for sure. Yes. I also liked the Superstar Shakeup. It was the season premiere of the new WWE year. Uh, I think it went over well, and I think it's something that has added a new level of excitement to uh, not only Raw, but mostly SmackDown. Now, what are your thoughts, you guys listening, on the uh, Superstar Shakeup? Who were your kind of surprises uh, in moving around? Who did you uh, not expect to move to Raw or SmackDown? And who are you most excited to see in their new environment. You can hit us up on Twitter at CAE Wrestling. You can also find us on uh, Facebook at Collar and Elbow Wrestling. Uh, you can find Chris at Chris B. Quick on Twitter and find me at Kenny Oak Sports, and that's oak as in an oak tree. So you've probably found us on either iTunes, Google Uh, Google Play or Stitcher Radio. Well, guess what? Your friends can also find us there. So you send them over there because we are growing exponentially. We are becoming the best pro wrestling podcast out there on the market. And we don't want you guys to miss out on this. We want you to be with us as we're on the rise. Let's grow the show together because, guys, together we can make wrestling great again. We'll see you next time.